0: Well, hello again, friends. It's your host, Dr. Sherry, back with another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I used to think I wanted to do something great, that I wanted to do something so impactful that I wanted to do something that would be remembered, that would leave a legacy, that would be great. There are so many messages out there about stepping into your greatness and realizing your greatness and doing these magnificent things. And as a speaker myself, I look at different types of speakers like uh, Tony Robbins or Brene Brown. You probably have a handful of speakers that you like, but these guys, you know, they pack stadiums. And I used to think, wow, that is greatness. That's what it means to step into your greatness, to do something on such a massive scale that the world notices. And then I realized just how defeating that belief was because that belief was a lie. I believed that stepping into my greatness meant aspiring to something huge. Meanwhile, I was stepping by all of the great things in my life because I was looking at the horizon and not right in front of me. My friends, we're nearing the end of another year and very often in the new year, we set goals and we think about what we want to accomplish and what we want to achieve. If you are in a place right now where you look around at other people and you think, man, they are doing something great. And I just want to do something great. This episode is for you. I want to encourage your heart with the truth today, that the greatness of you can be found in what's right in front of you. Where are my friends who cry at commercials? Are you with me? Go ahead and admit it. You don't have to admit it to your teenage kids who are in the car with you, but they've probably already seen you and it's too late anyway to hide that truth from them. My friends, I cry at commercials. My heart sometimes gets so easily overwhelmed with emotion in a good way because it taps into something inside of me that wants to burst forth. Let me give you an example. I first realized just how much feeling and emotion welled up for me when I saw somebody living their purpose, stepping into their greatness right in front of them when I used to watch the Winter Olympics. I would watch the skating pairs or even the solo acts and I'd see these people dancing on the ice and literally it would make me cry. Because I thought of all of the sacrifice and all of the hard work and all of the practice, everything that led up to this culmination of this moment. Now, it might have been for me the first time I was seeing it. So I attached great significance to that event. And certainly for the people performing, there was significance to that event because it mattered to them. Perhaps a medal was at stake or maybe just their own personal besting was at stake. But the truth of that is that moment, being at the Olympics, is not the stepping into greatness for those people. You see, stepping into greatness, stepping into your purpose, that's what greatness is, is stepping into your purpose. That's when your life can loom large, right? Loom large even in a tight circle, even in a very short circumference of people or geography, stepping into your greatness is stepping into your purpose. It's doing that thing that you know that you are called to do that's not work to you. Now, it doesn't mean you don't put work into it. It means this is something you feel compelled to do and it comes naturally to you. My friends, I want to know for you, what is that thing that feels natural that you just love to do? If I asked you this question, if I asked you to fill in the blank, if I could make money doing blank, I would do it forever. What are you filling in that blank with? If you could make money doing blank, what would it be? You know, I was talking with my mom and dad the other day, and I love to cook, and I actually prepared all of the Christmas meal for us. And uh, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. I learned some things um, because I did not let my beef tenderloin rest long enough, which I knew when I cut into it that it was too soon. But uh, I did it anyway because that's what I do. I break stuff. I move fast, y'all. I move fast here. And so I thought, you know, if I could do anything for money, it would just be to cook for people, it would be to bake for people. But that's not really true. What's true is that I like to give of myself to people. And that comes in a lot of forms. That comes in the form of this podcast. It comes in the form of me sharing my heart, like raw, ugly, ugly heart, y'all. In my book, Breakup Breakthroughs, it means giving of myself my full attention to somebody in a one-on-one virtual coaching session. It means giving of myself in doing things behind the scenes that nobody knows I do, because it makes those other things more successful. It means me writing a social media post and taking a picture for that post and giving of myself, giving of my heart. And you see that giving of myself can take many forms, including cooking and baking. What is it for you? My guess is that you also love to give of yourself, but maybe the way that you do that looks different for you. Maybe you give of yourself by spending time with people. Maybe you give of yourself by visiting, by calling. I have an aunt who, without fail, writes cards and letters to people on their birthdays. She's got a long list and she doesn't miss a beat. Like it's a full-time job, but that's her gift. That's the way she gives of herself by encouraging other people through a written note that they get in the mail. What is it for you? How do you like to give of yourself? That, my friends, if you can answer that question, how do you love to give of yourself? That is stepping in to greatness. Did you know the person across the street might be waiting for you to give of yourself to them? Meanwhile, you might be distracted and clamoring to step into greatness on a grander scale, on a broader scale. But what if that grander scale isn't grander? What if that grander scale of greatness that we envision is actually a distraction and will actually leave us sapped of our ability to do what comes easiest to us, to give of ourselves? I invite you as you end this year, a lot of times we look back on the year and we think of all of the things that we didn't accomplish. We think of maybe the goals that we set that we failed. Maybe habits we wanted to develop that we didn't. But this year, my friends, I invite you, before you start thinking about next year, would you take some time? Would you take some time to write down a list of 50 ways? Yes, I know. Y'all are like, 50 ways, Dr. Sherry, I don't know. If I have 50 ways, I want you to write down a list of 50 ways that you gave of yourself this year that brought you Joy, 50 ways that you gave of yourself. Now, it might be that you made 50 cakes, but you made them for 50 different people, and they tapped 50 different spots of joy for you. I want you to write down each one of those instances, and I want you to look back on this year, this year, 2020, as being your year of greatness. I want you to recognize that in your attention, that your attention is drawn to perceived failures, to perceived Uh, horizons where that greatness was being pursued that maybe you didn't achieve it, maybe you didn't conquer it. I invite your attention to what you did conquer, to what you did step into, to the fact that you walked in your greatness. Each one of us did that. It's whether or not we choose to acknowledge that And my friends, your life is so impactful. I always say you were created on purpose for a purpose and the world needs you. Those 50 ways of you giving of yourself are 50 ways that somebody else received a blessing from you this year. And don't sit there and say, Dr. Sherry, I did not give of myself in any way. Promise you, you did. But here's a distinction I want to make. If you're writing your list and you're finding that you are resentful of certain things that you did, resentful of certain ways that you gave of yourself, then that is not it. That is not giving of yourself. That is doing something for somebody else because you think that you can somehow determine the outcome of their appreciation or value for you. That is not giving of yourself. See, when we give of ourselves... We do it out of an abundance, out of a well that never runs dry because it's our purpose. It's who we were created to be. That's our greatness, and our greatness doesn't run out. Your greatness isn't speaking on a stage to 100,000 people, telling them to find their greatness. That's that's great. That might be Tony Robbins' greatness, right? But that is not our pursuit. Our pursuit must be be the greatness of the steps in our everyday life with those in closest proximity to us. I just made a post today about the fact that I don't want my circle to grow bigger. In fact, you guys, I'm going to write another post. I'll share it with you. Why my goal is not to have my book be a New York Times bestseller. Why I don't want to pack stadiums. Why I don't want to have a massive following because I want the intimacy of greatness that I can reach. You see, once that circle gets too big, your greatness starts to dissipate. Your purpose starts to fall flat. People start to misinterpret what you were saying. You want a tight circle. You want a tight group of people to flow forth with abundance, to give of yourself, to share your greatness with, because that's where your greatness is of most Effect. Going back to those ice skaters, their greatness was of most effect when they leaned into that on a daily basis as they partnered with one another, as they knew one another, as they learned the moves, as they dedicated themselves to that craft. You see, it might have come naturally to them to dance or to man- maneuver their bodies in an athletic way, but they worked at it and they developed it. You see, we can't expect to step into our greatness if we stop living in our greatness in the present in the moment, in the small moments that we have mistakenly believed could never be our greatness. So before you step into 2021 with some disillusioned idea of greatness and the greatness that lies ahead of you, I invite you, look back at 2020 and reflect upon all the ways that you chose to walk in greatness in the steps that were right in front of you. And I pray until we meet again on Wednesday. That you speak truth over the lies so that you can thrive in any and every circumstance.